Welcome to Unsound Advice with Lara Bites. I'm Lara Bites. We weren't able to record a new episode for this week, but I promise to get to your voice memo soon. In the interest of continuing to provide unsound advice, I wanted to share this wonderful anecdote about Richard Simmons and finding the strength to take that first step. We couldn't fit it in the episode with the wonderful Sklar brothers, but here it is. Hopefully you can take something from it. Enjoy, and I'll be back shortly with a new episode. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house, drunk, at 4.30 in the morning. Do I just assume he's not interested anymore? So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me, and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way. Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering. How do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. Where where do I start? How do I even begin? And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. I I tried to change an alcoholic parent. I tried to change a parent who smoked until he died. I tried to change a parent who is a hoarder and has struggled with obesity. And, and these aren't even your parents. These and are depression. just other people's parents. These are just other people's like, parents. Okay, I'm going to That's change right. you later. That's right. I'm going to change right. you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and you can't. I mean, no. when addiction Mm-mm. is at play, you cannot take that Very from someone. Hard. So we we all would if we could. You 100%. Know? Of course, we don't want our loved ones to hurt. Um, and like the hard pill to swallow for me is that it can hurt them more and can prevent me from being useful in the future to them if they identify me as someone who's like, you need, you need to lose weight. You need, you need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you need help. Right. You need I mean, help. you need help is one quarter turn from how can I, how can I be here to support you? Yeah. But the way you phrase it is the better way to do it. So I, I agree with that. You know, um, I also loved what you said about like starting small, starting with an achievable yeah, goal. And totally I know that I've you. said that on this podcast before, but it's because it's so moving to me. Um, when Richard Simmons would go to into people's homes who are morbidly obese and would help them start to work out, he had them start just by clapping their hands. Yeah. And so I love the idea of like meeting someone where they're at, meeting yourself where you're at and just going from there. And I mean, just being with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have like, we have a deep Richard Simmons connection. He was on our podcast and we met him on a plane. And I mean, just the whirling dervish that was Richard Simmons was like at once beautiful and deep and cartoonish and crazy. And like, and then he would get so, he remembered specific letters that he received when he was on general hospital in like 1982 letters that that affected him on like the deepest level. And you just saw the kid who was obese in hanging out with him. He then, uh, two minutes, like 30 seconds into that story, just started singing gold on the ceiling by, (laughs) The black and then <laughs> on a plane, he took my hand and started sucking my thumb, which was weird. But also, like, I'm like, this guy's just insane. He's helped lots of people. It's, he really, really, you're right. The amount of good he are. did in this world is amazing. But he should not have sucked my thumb. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a goat at a petting zoo with nipple confusion. I didn't understand. What was <laughs> <laughs> but.
Like if Randy did that to a woman, like if just I met just met on a flight, I just we would have found out who the air marshal was. Right. Or trying to say. Some dude would have walked up and been like, just knee in your back. up a code and there's a badge and a giant gun. Yeah. And a wet thumb. And, and a wet, wet thumb. And a wet thumb. Very wet thumb. Wow. Yeah. That's kind. You know. The I. Oh man. I'm such a huge Richard Simmons fan. I get it. My get friend it. and I used to do sweat into the oldies. I Amen. love his energy. I just adore him. And then you do hear stories where you're like, well, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. But, but, but the truth is, I have tremendous respect for the guy, and I think his path and journey to success is very inspiring for all of us because he was a mater d at amici which was like this italian right amici this amici, Italian, still there it's an italian restaurant on the corner of doheny and santa and monica he was on like the southwest this corner guy with like all this personality and energy can you imagine him as a mater d like talking to everybody <laughs> and seating people and let him right here get get what you on this table yeah. over yes. here <laughs> <laughs> oh, most yes. definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Why is he in a tuxedo that is short shorts? Uh, that's what I want to know. Get over here, you. My tails are longer than my right. shorts. So, Cropped jacket. Right. So he's imagine that, and then he saved up whatever money he had, like when you could live in L.A. and be a mater d. Yeah. And then, and he put it into this little hole in the wall studio studio in Beverly Hills. And I think it was like off of Little Santa Mount, like not far from there, probably. And he would tell people, hey. Eat this, then come work out with me tomorrow. I'll do this like crazy fun thing. And they all loved him. I mean, if you met, saw uh, the Mater D, like we've been to Dan Tana's, great restaurant. And like the Mater D's there are wonderful. Like I love them. If they had the energy of Richard Simmons, he's a one in a million, one in a billion. I'll person. see you tomorrow. Like comes by your table and be like, 2 p.m. tomorrow at my studio right down the street. You so better be does, there. And people start hearing. And then they're like, have you taken this exercise class? This guy's unbelievable his energy is unbelievable it started going around like beverly hills housewives and this and that and then all of a sudden this person brings a producer from general hospital you got to try this workout class. i'm doing this workout thing it's making me feel great this guy's unbelievable he'd like and then this person goes and is like i gotta write this person into the show and that is how he became successful that is how Not because he was like i want to be a star maybe he did in his heart but he was like I have to do this studio thing. I have to do this small thing to help people Start out with the small thing. And who knows? I don't care out. where it goes, but he just was the greatest at that thing. And it bore, it bore, it bared, it bore, bore fruit. fruit for him. Bore fruit. Bore. I love that. Right. I love that. Well, and he, like when you said, that it wasn't that he wanted to be a star. In my mind, I'm like, he just was a star. Yes. And someone saw it. Yeah, someone caught him because he was doing what he did really well and it reached people. Yeah. And it reached the right people. Yeah, he was letting his light shine and then someone let it shine on more people. So I was like, I love this light so much. I need, I mean, this is, this relates to us. Someone sees you do comedy is like, I need this person to be on my show. I need this person to do this thing. And then you do your thing in that context. And every someone else is like, ah, this person's great. Yeah. We got to write something for her. I love her energy. I love her persona. I just totally get it. And then like, you know, it's, it's, it is the crazy elusive business that we're in too. But I, that's how I felt like we could relate to him. My favorite part of, oh gosh, I have chills even thinking about it. My favorite part of his sweating to the oldies tapes was at the end, um, people would run one by one down a gauntlet of people cheering for them, like Amazing. really cheering Amazing. for them. Right. And it would say like, 
Jack lost 150 pounds. Incredible. And the guy would like pose a little bit, you know, and then it would so-and-so lost 75 pounds, so-and-so, whatever. And then... Oh, and then there were a couple also where <laughs> there were a couple also where it would like show their name and it would be like just starting and it would be just a really heavy person who just is like posing and it was just I so beautiful it. to I me mean, yeah. that he celebrated that he took away that stigma yeah. and celebrated those people is like they're like you are a champion because you stepped onto the but road. it goes back yeah. to what we were just saying about this person just start yeah just start little three thousand steps a day yeah. 5,000 steps a day. It's totally doable. 100%. Walk Tuesday and Thursday with me in the morning. Yeah. I just, just want to be with you. I, it I think is the it can heaviest weight that you'll ever lift is getting started. It is just so, so much easier to keep going than it is to start. It's the hardest thing because you have to have so much um, faith in yourself. Yeah. Like you have to really believe in yourself. And I, I look back on like, you know, my own sobriety and I'm so grateful to the Lara back then who just like tried AA, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. just like tried to like Huge make move. it through that first day and then that Huge second move. day and just like believed that things would get better. Um, stand up. It's it's like trying stand up yeah. before you tried stand up. Yeah. There's a moment where you're like, I can't do that. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. If you have the courage to be bad, if you have the courage to try it once, I feel it's the same way in like writing scripts and things like that. You have to have the courage to write a shitty version of your script. Right. Just make the mistakes, write yeah. it all down, get to the end and then go back and rewrite it. I mean, it's like go back and redo it. But there's a lot of ways that we can be like, I don't know. It's too difficult. Like, I don't know how to write a second act of a movie. I just don't, I don't know how to do this. Like it's, I'm so bad at this. I can't do it. You'll, or I'm just going to end up right back here on the couch again. So why even start doing the walking? Why right. even start doing the thing? So you go, you go to some end game that like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And so that courage to take that first step, which is what he was honoring as person who just started, just started. And all that other stuff is it's beautiful. It's cool. I yeah. love it. If you'd like some unsound advice, send me a voice memo at lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. We'll feature you in an upcoming episode. Boom. And we're out. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>